Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. identifiable song for a band than Boston and more than a feeling. Welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you from Boston. That's where the Edmonton Oilers are. The CBA mandated off day. Uh, tomorrow they will practice Thursday. The Oilers against the best team in the NHL all season long in a return engagement less than a span of two weeks. Edmonton and Boston coming up on Thursday. The Oilers with a 3-2 victory over the emerging Buffalo Sabres last night in a highly entertaining high-event hockey game in which Stuart Skinner was stellar. It's amazing watching the progression and growth of Stu over the course of the last three seasons. Hard to believe that uh, there's a couple individuals in, no longer in the organization, but did not necessarily believe that Skinner would be more than a replacement level call-up as a net miner. And, uh, cause there were others in the organization that thought this guy had the potential, uh, the ability to grow into being a, a number one. And he is on the precipice of coming that, uh, that as we speak. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer visit worldofspas.com the Oilers last night with a 3-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres we'll have a complete recap we'll get in the Oilers now audio vault our top story for you as well it is a Tuesday one of the most plugged in men in the business coming down the pipe at 1235 Frank Saravalli for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. We'll see you at the races. Uh, Frank will join us at 1235. We try to get a different uh, manager on the show basically once every two weeks or so here in Oilers now. Oilers assistant GM, uh, head of pro, Brad Holland at 105. And then we'll hear from you. Uh, we'll have a window. At 135 on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We're telling you George Thurgood and the Destroyers take the stage at the River Creek May 4th. Info and tickets at therivercreekresort.com. And you can text us and text us your thoughts and we'll get right to it. You had to like what we saw out of Stuart Skinner. His Skinner's play this season made you a believer that the Oilers have something. This guy's still only 24 years of age. 
I love his calm demeanor. He's a pro. Um, doesn't seem to get flustered easily. But tell me what you think on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer, and tweet Brendan at uh, two E's with two T's. Brendan Escott back at the 630 Jet Studios. Brendan, that is part of it. Like what happens, you know, with player evaluation is at times, you know, people are allowed to have different perspectives on players. That's all part of the beauty of it. Skinner was a third round draft choice. He really took the the bubble year in 2021 between the time that he spent at Edmonton and becoming the guy, the goaltender of the future for the Edmonton Oilers um, with his play for Jay Woodcroft in the only division that played in the playoffs was the Pacific Division of the American Hockey League. And ultimately, Skinner ended up outplaying Logan Thompson, which was uh, uh, Vegas's guy in Henderson, and led Edmonton to, uh, you know, their farm team, Bakersfield, to the Pacific Division crown that year. And it's just been a step forward since. And again, last night, when Edmonton needed a stop, in uh, and they needed... They needed their goaltender to play better than the opposition team's goaltender because in the previous 10 games, the Edmonton Oilers had scored 45 goals and only won four games. They needed to win a game 3-2 last night. Part of the reason they won the game 3-2 last night was Stuart Skinner. And Brendan, that was a big win for the team, wasn't it? But also perhaps shining a little bit of light on what might be the future for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, you love to see it. And again, they, they're going to have to figure out these different ways to win. Um, I'm going to pause things right here, Bob. I'm going to let you continue because I left the audio vault sitting in my work folder. So I'm going to run back to my desk and make sure that it's ready to rock when you need it, okay? So our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. And our top story is the performance of Stuart Skinner. 18, 13, and 4. A 2.86 goals against average. A 9.13 save percentage. Got a good win last night. Uh, Still lots of runway left. Um... It's interesting. I think of Linus Olmark, who the Oilers are likely to face on Thursday. This guy is having an unreal season for the Boston Bruins. He's a 938 save percentage. He's 32, 4-1, 1.80 goals against average, 938 save percentage. It's significant. It's significant. But he's grown. Last year, there was some, when he came over from Buffalo, he actually got outplayed in stretches by Jeremy Swayman. Swayman's 24. He's a fourth rounder out of 2017, and the Oilers got Stu Skinner in 2017 draft in the third round, and he's been uh, one of the storylines for Edmonton. As brilliant as Connor McDavid has been, and Connor has been brilliant. He's been, it's been crazy. The Oilers are not in this position they're not in this position right now without Stuart Skinner providing them some stability in goal. All right, I believe we're ready to go for the Oilers Now Audio Vault. It's brought to you by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Here's Cam Moon with the call of last night's game. 
to drop the puck. We're underway here at the Key Bank Center in Buffalo. McDavid out to McLeod. The shot saved. The rebound. Wrap around. Scores! Connor McDavid. He got it behind the net. Wrapped it around. And it's 1-0 Edmonton. Well, McDavid stoked. A rare show of emotion. He's got a lot of friends and family here. There are hundreds of Oilers fans at this game. And it goes to Thompson across to Skinner. He scores. Jeff Skinner gets the pass from Tage Thompson. He one-timers it in. And it's a power play goal. This game's tied at one. To Nurse. Comes down the right wing. His shot didn't get through. Comes across to Shore. His centering pass out to Ryan Scores! Derek Ryan right in the slot. And the Oilers have a 2-1 lead. Gets through the middle to Cousins. He'll spin. He'll shoot. He'll score. Dylan Cousins swung around. Fires that into the net. And this game's tied at two. Up the left wing side and out to Fogel. Now into the Sabre zone to McDavid. He'll look to the net. His shot scores! McDavid goes 5-hole, and the Oilers are up 3-2. 54th goal of the season. Ryan Whitney would tell you when he was playing with Sidney Crosby, how did I get 58 points? I gave it to the best player in the world. Well, that is what Warren Fogle did right there. Up to the blue line, to the middle, walking in. Labushkin shot on the glove save by Stuart Skinner. He holds on to it. The Edmonton Oilers, they'll hang on for the victory. 3-2 the final over the Buffalo Sabres. As the Oilers get win number 35 on the season. Camoon with the call of last night's game. That was a 5-4 game that became a 3-2 game because the two goalies, Stuart Skinner and Craig Anderson, stopped the puck. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on the win over Buffalo. I thought it was a good hockey game. Um, you know, that's a, first of all, I'd compliment Buffalo on a game well played. I think they have uh, the makings of a really good hockey team, a lot of skill. They play with pace. They did a lot of good things tonight. I thought it was a uh, very competitive hockey game, the type of game we want to play. Um, and in the end, we gave up two goals against. And I think if you look at the way we played last week, when we gave up three or less, um, we had a really good chance to win the game. When we got into a track meet, it didn't didn't go our way. Um, you know, I go back. I keep using Christmas time as a benchmark for me, and just by my rough arithmetic, we're 17-3 and two when we give up three goals or less. So to me, that makes sense and is a template for us going forward. Um, you know, we're playing competitive teams here down the stretch. That team is desperate and trying to gain points. They played a heck of a game. Our team played hard and played a heck of a game. And in the end, um, I'm glad we're walking out of this building with two points. Uh, Woodcroft added some additional perspectives on momentum shifts and Connor McDavid's goal. We talk a lot about momentum shifts, and that's an area as a team we want to get better at. Um, I would say this, uh, you're going to Connor, and that's the finish. I saw a lot of really good plays that led up to that goal. First off, Connor defensively in the neutral zone was above his check, forced them to dump it in. Matias Ekholm made a heck of a play in order to advance the puck, and then what I saw Warren Fogle do, I was uh, beyond impressed with. So, um, you know, there's a lot of good plays that led to that finish. And the finish was all world. 36, 37 saves last night for Stuart Skinner. Here's Jay Woodcroft. 
I thought Stewart uh, played a very good game for us. He gave us a chance to win the game. Um, y- you know, you got to give credit to the other team too. They have a lot of skill there. Um, you know, uh, they're going to get their looks, and when when you get your looks, you want got to make sure that your goaltender is uh, your goaltender is there for you. And Stewart was there for us tonight, and. Um, you know, he gave us a chance to win. We had a couple goals called back on offsides, uh, including the uh, the empty netter. Um, but in the end, uh, our team dug in and found a way. All right. We're in the Oilers now audio vault for direct work where Zach Hyman, who uh, had one of those uh, goals called back, had this to say on Skinner's potential. I think any team that goes on and wins the Stanley Cup as a goalie, you know, that's making saves and right, you don't you know when if you don't and Stu played great tonight and and was awesome, right? So that uh it's a huge part of, of our team obviously and uh yeah, he played great. The Oilers of course have a guy that's off the charts right now. His name is Connor McDavid. He's leading the league in goals, he's leading the league in assists. Obviously, he's leading the league in points. He set a new career high with points uh, last night at 124 pair of goals. Here's Zach Hyman on McDavid. He's the uh, the best player in the world, and he's pushing his own uh, boundaries and personal bests and, and those categories. So, yeah, he's driving the bus. He's been driving the bus for a long time and uh, continues to push himself to get better. Understated parts in last night's game. There were a couple. Um... 10 and 0 in the faceoff circle for Nick Bugstead, but the Oilers' fourth line, and this is going to make things compelling because Evander Kane, Ken Holland saying last week, would be returning on this road trip. Does it happen against Boston? Does it happen against Toronto? Um, bottom line is the Oilers' fourth line yesterday of Costin, Shore, and Ryan. You could make an argument they won the Oilers the game because they scored an even strength goal. Derek Ryan's 11th of the year. Here's Hyman on Derek Ryan in the fourth line. Yeah, it's awesome. Him, him, Shorzy, and Quinn have found some chemistry there, obviously. Um, great play, great shift before the goal, you know, that led to the goal, so they got rewarded. All right, speaking of Derek Ryan, uh, and Brendan, I know you heard this clip, and I want to run it for everybody because they might not have heard it after the game last night. Um, we had Derek Ryan on post game talking a bit about Connor McDavid. He had these thoughts. It's just fun to watch every night, obviously. It's a special thing just to be a part of the a team that he's on. Um, he brings it every day. And uh, you know what? One of the biggest things that surprised me when I got here and it doesn't get talked about enough is how great of a leader he is. Uh, he takes every day very seriously. Um, great leader in the locker room, vocal, and um, says the right things and obviously does the right things on the ice. So it's uh, he's a special person, a special player. Uh, you know, Derek Ryan uh, made some surprising comments when Dave Tippett was relieved of his duty uh, as head coach. And I thought Dave did a pretty good job here, to be honest with you. And a lot of what Dave had success with, with Jim Blayfair specifically, was on special teams, on, on you know, power play and penalty kill. Though the Oilers' penalty killing had dropped off at the time that he was relieved last year. Jay Woodcroft, by the way, has the best points percentage of any coach the Oilers have the best points percentage in the Western Conference since Jay took over. Took over. So think of the challenges during the course of the year this season. The reality is it's been pretty good. But we recall, uh, Brendan, that Derek made some, I, I almost would suggest, surprisingly pointed comments uh, from a support player just about getting more people involved. What's the old saying? Many hands make light work. Uh, you know, he's 36, and I think he's at the stage in his career where he doesn't He's not afraid to, sometimes bottom six, you know, here's the thing. 
some bottoms like George LaRock had a big personality as a bottom six player. And some would say he took a lot of oxygen out of the room given his role. Now, I would say he was pretty good. I mean, he was a really good fighter. He could actually play as a fighter. He could skate. He was a big man, high energy, and he was a big character. And sometimes, back in those times, fighters were often the best quotes, and most people would concede that. We're in a little bit different era where we don't have players. Very few teams have players of that unique skill set. Like, I think George was a better player than Ryan Reeves, and frankly, a better fighter than Ryan Reeves. But Ryan Reeves is a big personality like that. We have a different type of bottom six player today that can contribute offensively. And the reality is the Oilers have two guys in their bottom six with Costin and Ryan playing together that have double-digit goals that are significant pluses as well. And I think it's been a very understated part of why the team's not in a bad position right now. And that's their bottom six is improved to the point that there might be some challenging questions for the coaching staff. But just give me a rip. Were you surprised by Ryan's comments or have you been surprised at times by what he's had to say? He's an educated guy, right? That good University of Alberta education, Bob. And he, he's not afraid to uh, to sort of take a quote and, and run with it to voice his opinion. That might be the biggest thing lacking in, in the hockey world these days is, is players sort of shying away from just genuinely laying their own opinion down because of fear or whatever the case may be of losing their status in the team or, or ruffling feathers. I don't know. I don't get a sense that Derek Ryan's scared of anything in the way that he plays nor in the way that he approaches things on the ice. So uh, I think it's good to have somebody willing to speak up in that sense, and especially when you've got a leadership core that's continuing to grow rather than is laden with a bunch of veterans who have done it all before. Yeah, well, it's interesting. It's, you know, like uh, McLeod started the game on the first line last night with McDavid and Hyman. If Kane comes in, where do you think he plays? I think we have the answer for us. Um, Dry settles with RH and Yamamoto, and something's got to give here. Uh, when Evander gets back in the lineup, it's a good problem to have. It is 1224 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, just before we go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, Bob, I know you're rightfully bullish. Uh, This is from Topher. I know you were rightfully bullish on Skinner after last night's performance. And not to put a damper on your enthusiasm, but do you really believe that we have the goaltenders that can take us on a long playoff run? Based on both goaltenders' records this season so far, I don't think so. We can't rely on a 24-year-old tender to play every game in the playoffs, and I'm afraid Campbell's record this year doesn't give anyone any confidence. Conclusion, our our goaltending and our defense isn't good enough. Um, You know what, Topher? You could have texted us a year ago today. And there would not have been the same confidence in a 39-year-old goaltender in Mike Smith. It's a fair comment that you're making. I'm just saying that 
We don't know until we play the games. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise and specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. I'd say there's more confidence based on Matthias Eklom's addition on the back end. Here's Brendan Escott with a look at the rest of the NHL. Yeah, 10 games tonight. Vegas visits Florida. Uh, Minnesota hosts Calgary and Seattle. will entertain the Ducks if you want to monitor anything for Oilers playoff purposes. Edmonton facing Boston Thursday, 530 on 630. Chad Leafs forward Ryan O'Reilly landing on the long-term injured reserve. Broken finger after playing just eight games with his new team. Uh, expected to miss about four weeks, but to be ready for playoff action as well. Bakersfield continuing a homestand against Texas tomorrow before San Jose visits for a weekend back-to-back. Oil Kings playing Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats in Regina tomorrow. Ooh. We'll hear from uh, Pats GM and head coach John Paddock at 1.35 tomorrow afternoon. And the Gold Bears will be in Prince Edward Island March 16th to 19th. That's for U Sports Nationals despite dropping the Canada West Championship to Calgary last weekend. Yeah, I want uh, two games in overtime then the Bears blew a one nothing third period lead. Lost 2-1. Uh, Calgary's had a real good year. They had like a 23-game winning streak at one point. Had home ice first uh, conference championship for them since 1996. We go off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. When we come back, daily face-offs, Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing Alberta.